Also, subscribe us. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Keeping It Major. Y'all have a good day. Uh-uh. See you today. Okay, do it again. Okay. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm using an intro, right? No. <laughs> Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Water. majors it's another windy slash cold slash i don't know what the fuck is wrong with this weather day um at the moment we just have the girls of the podcast so we do have cc what's up we have robin hey and swamio's gonna come in a little bit late maybe three maybe not who cares anyway let's go ahead and go to the petty news give me a p give me a e give me a t t y I'm petty all the time. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time. Okay, so with petty news, to kind of like a follow-up what we talked about last week about the, you know, the new Millennial Tour. Uh, we also kind of talked about how would it look if it had all-female tours. And um, that was a quick update. You know, we talked about Ashanti, I believe, last week. And kind of find out she has been added to the lineup, the only female act to that tour. And then also Femi at Forward um, poster drops. And it has artists like Anne-Marie, Monica, um, Brandy, Carrie Hilson, Maya, Little Mo. So a lot of the artists that's going to be on this tour we, fe- we talked about it last week, which is interesting. So how do you guys feel about the Femi at Forward tour? I'm telling you, we're psychic. We need our money. Man, they'll listen to us. That's what that'll happen. Like, they need to listen. The promotion teams need to listen to us. Okay, so... Let's... Okay, so... I feel like for the girls' tour, I don't know if it's going to be as great since... Especially if they have the same kind of schedule like the Millennium Tour, because, you know, usually we just want to go see guys. But they're probably going to make up some money. Not as much, but they're going to make money. It'd be cute. Uh-huh. I just feel like I just need to see how their setup is, like who's going first, who's going last, and you know, I need to see what they're gonna bring. Well, honestly, I think the the lineup is pretty strong. Brandy, Monica. I think those two alone can bring a crowd. Right. Yeah, I understand definitely. that. But like I said, I just wanna see how they're gonna place it. Like, okay, you're gonna start first, you know, and dwindles in. If who's there's the gonna be base? like yeah, is there gonna be like collabs? between each, you know, break or intervention. But um, I, let's go back to the Millennium Tour. I'm sorry. Why is Ashanti on there? I mean, is she going to sing Southside with Lloyd? Like, wh- what are we going to do? Like, yeah, I, Ashanti has a lot of hits. A lot I understand that, but Ashanti can't sing. I'm sorry. I just never was a fan of hers. But, I mean, I guess if you want to be the only girl, I, I really didn't come to see Millennium Tour with, for bitches. Wow. I just only want to see it for the men. But if you compare um, the, the catalog, real, I don't enjoy your music, so I know I'm probably gonna be sitting down in the stands. That's fine. Yeah, like Ashanti probably has one of the strongest careers out of besides, let's say, Amarion as like a solo act. Ashanti at one point was the Beyonce of the era during her time. She had she really that, was. 
She was she was actually bigger than Beyonce when Beyonce first became solo. Mm-hmm. True. Ashanti was that girl. A lot of people, of course, now Beyonce is a lot bigger and everything, but Ashanti was that girl. Like she was everywhere. She had sold out concerts. She had number one album. So Ashanti, even though now we really don't be checking for her, I think that's a great addition. Okay, but for the millennial tour, I feel like yeah, she could. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, hey, I'll hope for the best for Ashanti. I mean, get your money, girl. Get your money. Like, I'd rather hear Ashanti sing than Bow Wow rap. Nah, I need to hear Bow Wow rap. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, Bow how many, like, songs do you really, like, go off to Bow Wow? Like, oh, this is my song. No, let me hold you down. Okay. I have basketball. I have, what is it? Um... What is it? Little Bow Wow. You just don't know where you move so fast. I like that one. I like it. was like 12. Exactly. Like, going to have to bring back the old hits, though. And, and like, it would be the same if Sierra don't come out. Like, I mean, that's true. <laughs> but you have to like you. You have Fresh as, my, Fresh as I Is. That was my shit. I knew all the words to that. Um, Yeah, I think that was about it. But like I said, I got, he got hits, but they're lower. Like, they're like when he's like a child, but like I said, if you're going to go on the uh, Millennium Tour, you're going to have to bring back the old hits. You're going to have to make the crowd feel you again. I see why. I see Ashanti probably be one of like, the bigger acts. I know she, they probably say for her to close the last. Yeah, I mean, because we already know the last one is going to be physically Bow Wow and Amarion since they got the whole face-off thing. Yeah. And with the theme they're going off of. So that should be like, interesting. Even this Femi tour, you know, Maya, she still is very, like, very great dancer, singer. She has, she didn't have, like, a long musical career, but when she did have her, when she was out for music, she had hits. Yeah. Monica, Brandy, I don't think they'd probably do the boys. It would be nice if they do the boys' mind. I feel like they would. You know, their history hasn't always been, you know. But they have, to do, they have to do boys' mind in All Belongs to Me. Like, you like, have that. In a perfect world, like I would hope they would, but you know they're not the best of friends. You gotta be best friend to get this money. Well, you well <laughs> that but I don't know. That of course that'll be I think a lot of people would expect that. But you know, I won't personally be going on to going to spend money on this tour. Oh yeah, but, I'm not I'm not gonna watch the girls. I'm not spending money on the girls tour. I'm just going for the millennium. That's it. So, speaking of, like, the whole music topic, uh, Master P, um, you know, he's very, he, he hasn't done music in, like, a, over a decade, but he's definitely been, like, a businessman, and, you know, he's the invest, well, he invested in rap snacks, which <laughs> I honestly never had before, but I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it. Some of them are good. Some of them are really good. But I definitely don't grab, like, go towards it when I see the chip out. But he has came out with, you know, a noodle was it rap noodles? Yeah, rap noodles. Um, I bet you, yeah, I bet you the first flavor is lemon pepper wings. So the flavors included is creamy chicken gumbo, hot spicy Cajun shrimp, cereal steak, beef feet, and spiced picante chicken. That's the flavors. So he's giving a Louisiana, New Orleans vibe, right? Yeah. I actually wouldn't mind trying that um, creamy chicken gumbo. I'm sorry, I just don't physically see myself walking in that bitch. Yo, let me get some rap noodles. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you? Yeah, mean? like I'll try to see how it tastes because it's equivalent to you know like the microwave noodles. As far as like style and stuff, it's basically just wrap noodles. Hold on, is again, it container or is it actually like the package? What do you got? Boy, it's the actual cup. Oh, okay, okay. But I could be wrong. It could come in like you know how ramen has like the cup, then it have the package. Mm-hmm. It could be like that too. But if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was like the cup. Okay. Still won't so, try it, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> Yeah, you know, salute to him, you know. Yeah, he's doing, I mean, he had the wrap chips. He had the noodles now. He's still producing behind the scenes. He still has his record label that he's going to pass down to Romeo, No Limit Soldiers. You know, he's just making deals, making money. You know, get it how you fit it. Yeah. So just speaking of, I guess we could, let's just stick with like music since we on there. You know, rest in peace to Juice World. We found out today that um, he died um, very young, 21. They said he was in the airport, had seizures, and by the time he made it to the hospital, he passed away. If you're not familiar with him, he had the song Lucid Dreams, which I personally, I heard it a lot when I, like on XM Radio, they played, that was one of the songs. You know how they play like Boot Up every chance? Oh my God. That song was on rotation. I can't stand that song. I'd be like, boo down, bitch, boo down. <laughs> but the Lucid Dreams was like basically on that like rotation. Mm. Like every couple of songs, I feel like they're playing that. But you know, rest in peace to him. Twenty one is such a young age, Whew. and he just turned twenty. They so said like not too long ago. That sucks. You just turned the age of drinking, and you gone. Yeah, so it was like a very unexpected death. Um, I guess. Stay, have you guys seen the SpongeBob live musical? Like the cast and everything. Why? Where's yeah, all the live yes. musicals coming up? Like, go, go away. Okay. I bet you them niggas don't even dress up as the characters. They probably just dress in a like, like human like. Yeah, they have. They released the, like the cast, and it's basically regular people. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They just got like a nigga in pink. They got a nigga in yellow. Like, well, he has like the the suspenders and stuff. Well, and then, yeah, fuck that. I need to see SpongeBob, bitch, a sponge. I need to see that shit. Yeah, I agree. One of the crabs is has the claws, but he's still a fat dude with red hair. And then uh, Sandy is a black woman with an afro. Oh, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is. (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, not everything doesn't need to be put into like live action type. Right. But it's only for those Broadway people that love Broadway, so I get my name had kudos. It's for the kids, more so. so. Yeah, it is. That's scary. I wouldn't want to show my kids that. (laughs) That's like, when did especially become a redhead? Yeah, I don't know where they got that shit from. Who? Somebody's a white redhead. They can at least put him as blonde. Yeah, because he has ditzy. I'm not saying blonde or ditzy. Wow, I just I just kind of caught myself. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, but you just try to dye your wig as blonde too? Okay. So I guess none of us gonna be checking for it, but I didn't even realize Sandy. Even time looking at the pictures now, yeah, Sandy is definitely a black woman with Afro. What? Guess they gotta have the diversity. I guess. Well, we all knew Sandy. We all knew Sandy was black. Black, so. I don't know. 
Oh, okay. you know what? I never like thought of them as in human form, so I, I did. never. I, I did. Yeah. I said Sandy is black, and she from Texas, so she will whoop everybody ass. And we all know SpongeBob gay, so. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yes. How is he gay? Give me three examples. How is he gay? He's just a very exuberant person. He is he a man or is he a child? He's a man child. He's a he's a man. He's work first of all, he's working a full time job. He's working a full time job. Still still gotta get his driver's license. Got his own house. <laughs> right, got his own house. Got a whole ass pay. He's paying bills. Is he paying bills? He is paying bills. <laughs> I'm so. saying yeah, especially on drones. You know, he can't pass his driver's test, but you know, it's fine, you know, whatever. Which I don't understand how he can't pass this shit, but Patrick got his. Right. <laughs> And then, you know, Patrick's not really all that dumb. He not. Patrick has his smart as shit. Ooh. But anyway, we're like diverting off the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so more like serious news. Um, so this past week, um, Trump administration decided, you know, to tighten up the requirements for SNAP. And if for those who don't know what SNAP stands for, it's basically kind of like the food stamps. It stands for Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. So it's basically making it a lot harder it for people to, huh? And it's in the Snapchat for some of the young oh, people. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> because like a nice little credit card, you know, it's like your food stand. They got little fruits on it and stuff. Is that a new filter? No. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking about the USDA is initially estimated up to seven, seven. Oh my goodness, seven hundred fifty thousand individuals will be dropped. That's a lot of people off Snap. Um, because they're, they wouldn't meet the requirements. So it just come a lot stricter. I know a lot of like college students use it, you know, for like groceries and stuff while they're in school, but they're going to have, I believe you have to have, um, a certain amount of credit hours you're taking that semester. Oh, damn. Yeah. So they're definitely like cutting back on it. So, you know, how do you guys feel about that? You know, I, mean, of I, I only have food stamps, what? My last two years of college. Okay. So, I mean, I liked it. It was fine. But the only thing was, you had to have, like, even even when I had, like, a fast food job, they said I was making way too much money. Okay. So, I you guess know, you can't have a job at all. I get, at this point, you honestly cannot, or you have to strictly work 20 hours. Because at that, back in that time, I was working way more than that. But mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little fraudulent in my paperwork. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I got to sit there and pay for my apartment out of my own money, right, with this small-ass little paycheck I'm getting, and I got to pay for food on top of that, and I got to fix my car when that shit was breaking down, bill. and pay for... No, our lights was included. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's college. You know, college. Yeah. And then I got to pay for my car that was forever breaking the fuck down. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on. I'm breaking down that on that bridge one day. Man. Bro, I broke down on the bridge, broke down when I was in the middle of the interstate in traffic trying to turn uphill. Like I said, okay, now, am I trying to get food stamps now? No. Not with these ridiculous shits. You mean to tell me they really do need proof that you out here doing something? I mean, yeah, I, yep. <laughs> I guess because people have been abusing the system, which, like, they do for Section 8. Not saying anything, but, yeah, there's a lot of abuses out there. So I get it. But when is this coming into effect? Um, I'm not quite sure. It'll probably be a course in a new year. 
coming. Okay. But, what? you know, it, it will affect a lot of people because a lot of people do rely on it. Yeah. Now, hold on. Are they changing how much they're giving out or no? Well, I think it's the first they're starting with who is um, qualified to receive it. Mm-hmm. I believe, of course, the more children you have, the more you get. So I guess, you know, it's mostly meant to not be a forever thing, but like kind of help, you know, <laughs> help you yeah, get on your feet. Everything that the government for assistance is supposed to give you is supposed to be temporary. But niggas, no. Niggas be living on that shit to day to day. They down. do. They do. But, I mean, some of them's like, damn, if I do get a job, you know, I'm then they're going to take it away and it's not going to be enough. I'm out here just struggling. So they're like, like freaking, I might as well just stay on it. Well, fuck that shit. That means if they're going to do that for the food stamps, then damn, they need to do that for the low income. So they need to make that a little bit higher. So you yeah. know how it's like in Jacksonville, it's like 27000 yeah, I mean, first I of all, struggling. I'm struggling. I don't. I'm struggling as fuck. Can I'm we raise that now. up? Can we raise that up to like thirty five thousand or like thirty nine thousand, so I can go ahead and get these nice ass apartments that they building up? Even and with that, you probably gotta have a dependent to qualify for that. That's true. God no, damn. no, no. Um, because the lowest is uh. Well, I'm just saying, like, if they raise it to like thirty thousand. Yeah, if you raise it to thirty five, it's it's by one, it's with one person, and then you have a dependent, they raise it to like thirty two or something like that. Right, so but I hold raise. on though, I need to like raise a little bit higher because I'm a little bit higher than that. Me too. Yeah, I'm past, <laughs> I'm, I'm past all that, but I'm still struggling. Look, look, bro, y'all need to help a bitch out. I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm single by myself, but y'all are taxing the fuck out of me. Right. Oh, I most definitely. I can't take it. Yeah, I make this much in a year. But at the end of the day, by the time you take all your taxes, I don't out, see that shit. I'm, I'm, I don't get it back. Tax return. You tell me I owe you. And then <laughs> by the time you add it all up, but from all the money y'all take from me, I'm really only making thirty grand. Yo, so, I told you last time they was trying to tell me that I owed them seventy five dollars. I said, "Bitch, you would lie." Seventy five dollars. Seventy five. Right. Seventy five dollars sound good right now. No. Right. <laughs> you better pay the people. That's you because I was owing like two grand. <laughs> you said seventy-five. I know I make that much. What you talking about? I owe you two grand. My God, you they balling? And then the motherfuckers trying to audit me at that too. They're trying to go back years. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so I owe no snap. Owe me. Give me some of my motherfucking shit back. Pay for my groceries. I my light bill high. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, go ahead and apply. You probably get denied, but I will get denied. I know I will. <laughs> let them know. Hey, hey, hey. They they gonna stay on me for the year. At least on my bills, they gonna say that they they here. Now, honestly, groceries be adding up, so I wouldn't mind having a little snap card. You know what I'm saying? The only time I had that was when the hurricane came. Oh, uh, okay. Snap card, but it was like you know the EBT shit. They was passing out. FEMA was giving out. You know. But see, that's so sad that you got to be damn near dying to get some assistance. Yeah. Natural disaster got to come around and blow your shit up. Right. Just for you to get some food stamps. That's fucked up. Well, that's the world. We have such a high poverty rate in the United States. But see, my mom never get no no food stamps. She get paid a lot. And my daddy. No, but for FEMA, everybody got it. So, you know, because I went and got mine. And that paid my rent. my, My, sorry, not rent, but my mortgage. Uh, for that month, because that's when, you know, I had a pay cut and all that, and bitches mm-hmm. struck 
So I was like, shit, this <laughs> this, this set me good for about two months now because I had grocery money and <laughs> got mortgage money. <laughs> so FEMA, bless your heart. <laughs> okay, we got some positive reviews about FEMA. Okay. <laughs> Not everybody feel that way, but no, no, I understand. But uh, you know, but FEMA came through for you. <laughs> for me, twice. <laughs> Ooh, twice. Hello, we have Suavia on the line. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Suavia. So we're just currently talking about you know um, the Trump administrator administration is um, this applying new requirements for SNAP benefits, which um, is looking about seven hundred fifty thousand. Um, citizens can lose uh, their SNAP benefits right now. SNAP is that the same as EBT? Yeah, it's for it's like a, a food stamps. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay. I guess my question would be, why not raise the standards? Who? Like who? Like I, I see the point, but there are like we were just um talking about. Yeah, we all make good money, but with taxes and bills, you know, a little extra, you know, assistance, you know, you know, it can help out. Of course, you know, we're not like scraping like out of trash cans to get food, but and a lot of people are just getting by. Like, you know, yes, they have enough, you know, to pay for food and everything, but they don't have any money to put in their savings account. I okay, I I actually agree with all that because I'm I'm in that situation. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> But but this is my thing. Only because I work in retail um, mm-hmm. at Sam's Club, it's so many people running food stamp scams. So this is the food stamp scam or the SNAP or WIC benefits scam. Mm-hmm. Um, you have people who are wealthy, and what they do is they get all their family members to apply for it, and they just give them money to use it. Hmm. So they're using multiple family members to accumulate all this free food, and then what they're doing is they're buying all this free food, and guess what? Reselling it in their in their gas stations and their convenience stores, and so they're kind of taking advantage of the system because they're exploiting their poor family members to get all these benefits, rather than you got people like us, who yeah we're making you know a little bit of decent money, but it doesn't necessarily mean we have the money to sustain after all the bills are paid. Yeah. So I I get when you put it like that with like the scam, it would cut bad because they will have stricter stricter requirements. Yeah, like, like even for like the students, like you have to at least have a certain amount of credit hours. And I think it's it's not permanent. So after you graduate, you won't be able to continue to use it. Or even like like I don't I don't know how they would track that. Just just like if a lot of people within the same family applying for the food stamp assistance and they're all in the same household or in the same vicinity. I don't know how they would track that, but it's like, it's a bad scam that they're having a hard time catching. You just looking at it like, dang, like no offense, you know, I'm about to say the Indian or Indian viewers, but we're just seeing that a lot of people that own these gas stations and convenience stores, they're the ones running the scam. And they're like literally breaking finding loopholes to get free food to resell and make a profit of it they're making profits off of free food that the government is paying for but is it really a scam if they are able to find a loophole yes yeah, a scam <laughs> no you're not you know if it's a loophole you're not really breaking the law 
Yeah, I was going to say, loopholes are not actually breaking laws. It's just you find a little small hole to avoid the majority of the requirements. The government isn't giving assistance for you to make money off of it. Because that's the case. Like, that's like saying that why are we not letting the government know that we giving our family member our benefits? Like, hey, yo, boy, just slime me 200. You can go ahead and go use my food stamp card. You ain't got time to track all that shit. Yeah. (laughs) They know. And then you got people who actually need it getting denied, but you got the people who actually can afford it getting it. So I I agree. Raise them standards and be more stricter on how it's getting distributed. It's getting abused. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we definitely, you know, I feel like that's, you know, with the new um, election coming up, that definitely probably will be a part of discussion about, like, you know, food stamps, Medicaid, and all that. So moving on, um, so Uber, so, you know, the ride-sharing company has released this report, and the report stated that 3,045 sexual assaults were reported in rides last year. Mm. Um, Also, they mentioned that um, nine people were murdered and 58 killed in crashes. So all this, like, you know, coming up, I know, I'm not sure you guys heard about Lyft, but there's, like, a lawsuit going out against them against, like, a couple of females saying that they were um, sexually assaulted, raped during their, like, um, roof ride. So this is definitely, you know, coming out with these share rides. So how do you guys feel about that? Hold on, what? Hold they on. were raped during their ride? How does that work? Well, what? basically, a lot of them, you know, was leaving from the clubs, you know, being responsible, you know, you're drunk, they get into the lift, and they've been taken advantage of. So let's say the lift driver put off on the side of the road, sexually assaulted them, so during their car ride. Well, not during, they're not driving assaulting, but while they're in, you know. Well, they must have been very intoxicated because my thing is, if we pull off on the side of the road, first of all, I'm very schizo. Well, not really schizo. I'm very panicky when I'm drunk because now I'm like, hmm, I got to get home. Where am I at? And then the fact that you stop, park the car, get and open up my dough. So yeah, my I'm not kicking nobody in the face. Well, they were intoxicated. Like, they, all these um, the victims were leaving from clubs, you know, drunk, decided not to drink and drive. They probably fell asleep. Well, one of them, the ladies did say they did um, fall asleep. Oh, hell no. I'm sorry. I'm kicking bitches in the face with spike heels. I'm not playing with you. I think it's it's becoming too much of a problem, like, these sexual assaults, even though it's not, not something you can predict. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we need to, like, put some like awareness classes in like the schools or the college systems or something because they do have those nobody yeah. nobody wants to take them yeah oh i and didn't know they existed yeah they have a lot fam you has a shit ton yeah you know how many niggas show up 50 yeah um usc also i've noticed like a you know like the alcohol um edu test you had to take prior yeah. to like joining i think they have a section about sexual assault i know for lyft they have partnered up with RAIN, which stands for Rape, Abuse, and Incest um, National Network. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just... I'm sorry. He's just gonna do this. Hold on. No, I'm saying that they partner up with Lyft to, no. like, do awareness classes. No, we got that. But it's just the fact that you just say rape. Abuse. Which which partners with each yeah, other? Yeah, which is great. But when you hit it, rape incest, assault. With right with the incest, I'm I'm a little confused. Yes, people get raped. There's rape and there's sexual assault. The incest does occur. I will 
I'm saying this because I actually volunteer with them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they do, they have online hotlines where they do talk to survivors, family members, friends, give them resources. Mm. You know, incest does happen. Family members. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I see how Yeah, just a part of the organization. Okay. Yeah, that's the type of survivors they, you know, help. And um, they do have an initiative with Rain to, you know, just help um, train their, like, employees, the drivers of, you know, how to, you know, recognize anything, you know, awareness. So Lyft is, you know, taking the right steps. But, of course, you know, a lot of this, you... I know some people have said, you know, may put cameras in the car, but at the end of the day, humans are flawed. True. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know how they're going to stop someone that's sadistic, stop from being sadistic, or just stop mm-hmm. people just doing, making evil choices. Because, like, there's, I mean, they can kind of screen, kind of, when you sign up for Lyft or Uber, like, the type of person that's about to drive for them. But it's like, once they get approved, that's it. Oh, yeah. Well, Lyft did say, like, when I was, like, watching the news, they did say they do, do, do daily backgrounds. And a correction, I was right. It was rape, abuse, and incest national network, not assault. Mm-hmm. But um, they do, they will, according to them, they do do daily background checks. But daily background checks only goes far because not everybody gets caught. So if you don't get caught, you don't have a record. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that will stop people because, honestly, that... Hearing this report doesn't stop me from utilizing it. It was just, you know, you just have to be aware. Be more cautious. Yeah. Ladies, you know, bring your your um, self-defense, you know, devices with you. Yes, if you come to the club, there are a lot of them you can't bring into the club, so you can't really have them. But there's things that can be hidden. They are disguised as lip gloss, you know, lipsticks and, um, you know, perfumes and stuff that you can pop open. It could be a switchblade. You need to carry those things with you. Everybody needs to have the. I have a taser. It, well, not mine look like a taser, but there's tasers that look like cell phones mm. and lipsticks. And lipsticks, yes. So you need to you need to um, arm yourself with those type of things. So when you get into situations like these, the those can come in to play and you can use them. Take self defense classes. And yep. see, it does seem like a lot of these um, assaults, rapes occur when they're under an influence. So you know how different people you know react differently to being drunk. So yeah. all these girls are probably, you know, unconscious, can't well, even move their body. Buddy system. I thought most females have like a at least a buddy or a group of friends with them, you Not know? Not but, but 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 think about it like this. Yeah, you have the buddy system, y'all all get in the same lift. He's dropping y'all all off one by one. So when the last person in the car, what can you do? That's true. That's true. All right, so to fix this, everybody drive their car to one person house. We all catch a lift together. We all getting dropped off together. Yep. No, yeah. No single drop-offs. That yep. way, you always have mm. something on you. In a perfect world, that makes sense. But Yeah, but you know, everybody trying to be independent. But you just... it's Well, it's, I'm just saying, like, logistics. Like, I'm just thinking from being in a DMV. Why would I pay money to go to Maryland and drop one friend off to come back to Virginia? You know how much money that is? That's true. That's true. Now, but if you live, like, in the same area, then, of course. the train, though, in, in the DMV versus you can't uh, do a Lyft or Uber or the bus? The trains, the metro ain't asked for. isn't safe either. But they actually closed, shut down very early. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, so you have no other choice but to call, like, a share ride service. Mm. So who leaves the club at midnight? Well, we have to find a better way. I don't know what I don't know what the way is, but we gotta work towards. Yeah, it. that's 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 
We're going to slowly turn into a post-apocalyptic world. Everybody's going to be walking around with chainsaws, guns, and, <laughs> and, and tasers and knives just to just go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> It's really it's sad, but that's that's the world we're moving towards because everybody just got to be nasty. Like <laughs> everybody got to put their hands on somebody. And that's just like yes, yeah. It's like Uber and Lyft is an easy way for sexual predators to yes. get get there because say yes, like they have never been caught, they don't have a record, so when they do the background check, nothing's pop up. So right. to them, oh, easy. I get my target, put put them in the back of my car, and that's it. So the. Oh. the you know, it's a very easier way for them to do what they, you know, thrive on doing, so. Yeah. That's crazy that the access is just so, it's just so open and ready, ready for them. Yeah, you know, there's just, you know, people have to, you know, ruin a good thing. You know, like Lyft and Ubers, you know, they're good, you know, a lot of people do them like full time for like a source for of a income. Yeah. yeah, like one of my, I was in a Lyft and a lady was saying that, these last couple of weeks were very slow, so you know she was having a hard time getting her rent money. But she's a she's a full time Lyft driver, so mm-hmm. you know there are your good Lyft drivers. But then of course, like y'all mentioned, there's the ones that I would see this as an opportunity to attack or hurt somebody. Especially you know oh like New Year's Eve, like New Year's Day. That's probably gonna be what yeah, buffet? It's gonna be a buffet on New Year's Eve. Not a buffet. <laughs> buffet. <laughs> Not all you can eat. <laughs> all you can touch. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Y'all pay so soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all just trying to make a joke out of a dark situation. My bad. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> So, I guess, you know, speaking of too soon, Renee, you want to talk about this male birth control? What? Yeah, so, you know how they've been going back and forth. So, you know how they've been going back and forth with the male birth control testing, you know, trying to make sure that it's, um, what is it, uh, what is it called? The federal health thing? Like, approved stamp? FDA. Yes, for FDA to approve, to go ahead and issue it out, distribute it out to many of the pharmacies out in the world. So, Lately, they were testing in India, and um, they were blowing off male testicles during the um, inspection. So they were saying that there were 30 test subjects where their testicles exploded during sexual intercourse. Oh, my God. Testing of male birth control involved 139 men under the age of 41 who was living with their wives and had at least two children. The men were given a single dose of the male birth control shot and then followed up by the doctors for or within like six months. And then they also said that they had their wives also monitor to find out if they became pregnant. So they stopped testing in India until they can um, figure out what the hell is going on. Nobody knows. <laughs> so if you're in India and you decide you want to get shot and you a man, um, <laughs> that's the first uh-huh. Hey, that's a, that's the best way to get a vasectomy. Let let you know. <laughs> See, this is my thing. No, can't, ain't, <laughs> no, gonna do it. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't made for us. But I mean, that's a low percentage, though, compared to the rest of the world that was tested. That's the only incidents that we heard. I mean, but my thing is the difference between female side effects, like you know, nausea, weight gain. 
versus birth control for men, testicles and getting blown off. That's a big-ass They're just distru- um, distributing it wrong. Or it might be a, a placebo for them, and it's been doing a bad side effect. Because, you know, well, India, I don't want to consider a third world country, but it, it, is it a third world country? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't, don't want to. Stop saying that. I said I don't want to say that. That's what I was saying. But um, they might have the um, generic form, which isn't as great as the real thing as well. So we got to, that's all takes in effect. Because in the States, we ain't hear nothing about nobody testicles blowing off while they fucking. So <laughs> that's real extreme. Like, I don't know about what having sex after that. <laughs> How was last night? Explosive. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, shut up. <laughs> I would be so upset. What, man? Let me tell you, man. Bust the night that actually bust? Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> got testicle juice all over you. I mean, like, what's that? What's that? it did take place in India maybe you know the product might not be defective maybe they just put a little bit too much in there maybe it's just you know their bodies you might have to think about the diet like I don't see nothing wrong I'm all for male birth control yeah I'm, cause I'm tired of ours like ours is oh, it's doing too much man Mm-mm. but definitely with like the side effects of testicles uh, exploding they might have to go back to the drawing board on that one but maybe, you know, lower the dosage. Or maybe, you know, injection might not be the method. It might need us to stick to the pill. Honestly, I know they're getting some type of sued. <laughs> well, well, you might, you know, how they do, like, studies. Like, if anything, like, you're, you're willing to participate no matter what, like, the consequences are. So they might assign something. Like, you know, mm. this is, you know, um, you know, a little. You can't sue me. Yeah, like, but usually before you sign it, they'll be like, These are the possible side effects. I don't think anybody predicted exploding testicles. Yeah, I don't think exploding testicles was on that on that contract because I don't think it was a small font. Pay some medical bills, yeah. They they at least got paid for the medical defamation of character. You scarred me for life, like, (laughs) I mean, but you're married, so yeah, they have kids. Now, we and my wife gonna live real comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> the end of times for this accident. <laughs> so I'll leave the birth control up to y'all. Right, that's crazy. Nope, I ain't here for it. Nope. I'm about to say so. I'm about to ask you, um, Swabio, would you take it? So, Hell no. <laughs> I wish three. And Ru- I wish three and Ruby was here. I know we would have been all cracking up. That's crazy. They already said they ain't in for it. So. Yeah, I was gonna say three said that condoms is like a slave chain, so oh he said off of what the Lord provides him. Yeah. So <laughs> but he wanna rap with cucumber leaves? Like how do we get like rapping at all? He so said he's just gonna raw dog it if the Lord bless him with a child. That's, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Oh wow. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just out here. He don't believe in the condoms, Okay. 
right. Well, <laughs> well, on the Keep It a Major podcast, we promote safe sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> She said we had fifteen hundred viewers, right? Oh well, people who w- listen to our thing on SoundCloud. Yeah, that's just SoundCloud. So yeah, we got to put these disclaimers in here. We get a little following. <laughs> Don't need y'all come to say, "Oh well, such and such said." <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Said. No, 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 no. We don't need your mama calling us. Yes, right. and also get tested regularly. Please. Yes, every six months. Tested, I can throw it back. Actually, every six months, if you're not. Robin said, "I do what I want." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Robin did not. <laughs> Robin did not. That was a mm-mm. <laughs> oh my god. So wait, what else did, did I miss anything else on Petty News? Uh, we talked about you know the Femi at Forward lineup. Now we talked about that uh, last. Well, we talked about like the female version of Millennium Tour. So okay. you know the Femi at Forward, Forward lineup came up with like you know basically kind of an all girls tour. We're kind of just comparing the two. Well, I know we don't want to um, spend too much time on Petty News. I just want to throw this one last thing in there. Um, it's up to y'all how long y'all want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, what's going on um, in the dancer community, um, I'm not on anybody's side. I'm just, like, watching the battle go on. They're mm-hmm. discussing, like, rates as far as, like, dancers not being paid properly and stuff like that. And right now, they're really using Beyonce as a prime example. Um, Beyonce has a music video that she's working on, and... Dancers Alliance, which is like the union for dancers, um, basically caught heed of the fact that they feel like the dancers aren't being properly compensated for their services. Um, they're going back and forth with their Beyonce's choreographer, Jaquel Knight. Um, his main argument is that Beyonce does pay her people on time and that she does give them the proper um, budget for what's, you know, for their earn and that people need to read their contracts. Um, but Dancer Alliance is like, you know, getting anonymous information and they're posting, you know, stuff on their page with like receipts about how they're um, basically hiring people that do jobs and getting underpaid. Just like for the music video like, or in question that we're talking about, um, people were hired to dance for less than the baseline rate for what they're supposed to be dancing for. Um, and they just aren't. It's just, huh? What's typically the dancer's rate, though? Um, like as a professional dancer, you supposed to get paid for rehearsals by the hour, um, and then you also get paid for the shoot day, and then you also get paid like extra money if you go be like overtime, basically if you get over eight hours. You know, video shoots, we all seen access granted. It can go on for hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just talent wise. Number-wise, I can't tell you because I don't have the chart in front of me, but you, you make more than two fifty a day. Let's, okay. just, let's just say that. And they were only getting offered two fifty a day. Um, but what I did find out was that because Beyonce owns her own masters, um, she only has a distribution contract with Sony. So she, even though she's technically in the union, she can, she can technically do non-union rates even though for her caliber of artistry, she's supposed to be paying union rates. So 
250 a day should be bumped up to at least 500 for that day. So. So, like um, you mentioned, like, again, um, Dancer Sherry, their contracts. Yeah. So, do you think they would ever change? Because, obviously, some people will be willing to take, even though they know they're being underpaid, just to say they... They dance with Beyonce. Yeah, or Beyonce or, or any other big artist. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, for me, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, but... You know what? No, I take that back. It depends for me. It depends on me as a dancer, how much I love that artist and how much I want to work with that artist. Mm-hmm. But as I get older, you know, I'm 25, You, um, as a dancer, you have to think about retirement, 401k, insurance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you keep taking those jobs because you want that name on your resume, does, that, is that going to pay your bills? Is that going to help you in the long run? Is that going to, if you on this job and you break a foot or an arm or a femur, you don't have insurance, but because you, you get the clout on Instagram, the followers, you know what I'm saying? That looks good for social media, but in real life, you're still struggling. You know what I'm saying? You got professional dancers, I'm not going to call their name, but you got professional dancers who've been in the game for a long time. They can't retire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're just making money off their name, and that's the sad truth. Because they had to learn the hard way, you know, yes, you built up this crazy resume, but you can't afford to relax. You always have to constantly be moving. And there's no telling how long you're going to be, like 60 plus, still trying to find a way how you're going to pay your bills. <laughs> you, are you guys, like, you guys don't get to negotiate the prices? Mm, that's what you have an agent for. Because then, uh, no, no. So when do you put the blame on the agent? You put the blame on the choreographer for accepting that for their dancers, and you oh, put okay. the blame on the agent because as an agent, you want to try to make your money regardless. So yeah. most agents try to do the 20%, and when you hear 20%, that's 20% off the top. So they're that's not coming out of your check as a as an entertainer. That's the money that they're going to kick off to them. 10% would be from your check. Um. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Even me, just I'm still fresh to the game. I've only been in here for three years. I'm still learning myself. Um, yeah, I think it's up to the choreographers and up to the agents to no- negotiate those prices because management team is not going to negotiate those prices with the talent. Mm-hmm. Especially as you as talent, you need to worry about the steps, the choreography, the formations, the transitions, uh, what the artist is doing and what they're not doing. Blah, blah, blah. You don't have time to sit here and negotiate a price. Yeah. Well, I definitely like a uh, dancer should definitely look at the contract to see exactly how much they are getting paid. Mm-hmm. And the only issue, because uh, I'm about to wrap it up, the only issue with that, as far as looking at the contracts, what they would do on set, let's say they hire you as an extra CC, mm-hmm. say your rate is 200 for the day. Mm-hmm. But if you get on set and they'd be like, hey, Cece, uh, we're going to need you to be in this section. Can you learn this and do this for us? The minute that you learn something, your pay your payment baseline is supposed to bump up. Okay, that makes sense. But because you're on set and your agent's not around, and if you say yes and, and do it, okay, you don't get compensated. And guess what? You just gave them free labor, and you're still getting paid that same rate. Mm, okay. You, that's where the scheme comes in. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's crazy in these streets. Yeah, but speaking of I, Beyonce, she got her 2020 residency, well, allegedly, in Vegas. 
Yeah, she is working on that. I just kind of hate that they're kind of pinning it all on Beyonce, but I don't think the union is like trying to blame her. They're just using her as an example. No, it's definitely part of other artists as well. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But I don't know. You guys gonna do a strikeout? Um, I don't Wait, know. Hot. I know back in the day they said the dancers were usually they will take the BS and then wait till shoot day after the management company and the label spent all this money, then they'll boycott. Because that's when they can oh, make it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause they they got to use you now. You're already here. And they spent all this money on you. Costumes, styling, you know what I'm saying? Budgeting you in with the music video shoots, the directors and all that stuff. So, I wonder if any of Beyonce's like core dancers like Ashley Everett and all of them have like said anything. Uh, they, they probably have like a salary. They probably like on salary base. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say they always going on tours, do special projects, and always they're mm-hmm. always all for her. So, so like the dancer you're talking about, like the Coachella performance, like the extras. That's not her like core dancers, but they're they're performing. They're probably getting what two hundred and fifty. Well, just a random number to for rehearsal. Then you get paid to perform. I don't know. Rumors say that Coachella rate wasn't too good, but I don't. I don't know. Mm. Well, that'll be interesting to see if, like, if any of Beyonce's, like, you know, like Ash to Ashley ever. I forgot the other one lady's name. If uh, anybody, like, Kimmy Ashley. Yeah. Because she has, you know, her like the people who you always see right beside her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they get paid good though. Yeah, like for them, kind of like Ashley and all that. Yeah, Ashley and and what's it? What's the other co-captain? Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy. Yeah, I know Ashley and Kimmy. They get paid, paid. So. Yeah, I'm supposed to look out for them real hard. Y'all, we gonna wait and see how this play out. I hope it all out for those dancers. Y'all are very talented people. And y'all, y'all talent is worth the money, so they need to go ahead and fuck that up. So I hope y'all win y'all case. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else for petty news? That's all I have. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on to question of the day. Question of the day. Okay, so you know it's been a really rough, rough week. Whoa, what's the word? Is that rough? <laughs> it's been a really rough week. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's been at work. Everybody's been dealing with their own type of customers or whatever type of drama you've been doing at work or even a co-worker. So, with that being said, what is the worst thing you have done to someone? The very worst. Kicking it off the Robin first. Whoa. What's what the you- worst thing you have ever done to someone? Body slamming. Like, they drove you to that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight. I've fought many people, so that's what you're talking about. Yeah. That's probably the worst. What, fighting? You haven't done anything worse than that? Just be that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> as far as go, go for me. I mean, I think that's pretty worse than regardless of like, cutting people off. But I, I, I'm quick to cut people off. You know? <laughs> no, no tire like, slashing. Ah! Uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I mean, that, that's more so for the niggas. Like, when you oh. fuck with me, my feelings, yeah, you probably go. I, I I didn't do it, but I drove by to do it. But um, my friends at the time, they, you know, they drove off and they would not let me get out of the car. So, no, his, his yeah, his his windows didn't get smashed in. But uh, would I do it? Yes. 
but um i you know i i'm older i'm 27 you know i think um past that stage now in my life even though it was only a couple months ago but um <laughs> i you know i i try not to go back and say i i need peace of my mind you know peace mm-hmm. of mind so instead i'd rather just have my peace of mind and not and just leave you alone you know I, i'll cut you off and make it hurt deeper than just physical Okay. You know, I'm going to fuck with your mental. Okay. All right, kicking it off to CC. what's the worst thing you ever done to someone? Honestly, I can't name anything, like, bad. Maybe, like, slapped. You slapped someone? Who you slapped? Yeah, we can move on from that situation. No, 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 no. rewind. Like, 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 open hand slap? Yeah. It was just, like, like, a spur of the most, like, when I was... The summer, like my basically my freshman year of college, but it was like the summer before like the fall semester started. I was part of this program, and I was just upset. And it was like an outer outer body experience, and I was just. <laughs> but that's it. Like I don't, I don't go out looking. Like, I don't fight. That's like not my nature. Nobody really have pushed me to that. I'll at the point in my life I can just walk away. So I don't know. Like I'll slash people. I just think it's the consequences. Like, is it worth it? Wait, so who, tell me about this situation. Like, what, well, it happened, like, with 2010. Ooh, in a new decade, approaching a new decade, and I keep the past in the past. <laughs> but, yeah, that's probably, like, as far as, like, physical, that's it. Like, I don't know. I do not see you slapping nobody, CC. I don't I see you either, giving them so a you can tell I was provoked. I was provoked. <laughs> so what she did, step on your toe or something? No, it was a guy. Oh, okay. You slapped the guy. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. Even though, like, if somebody make me upset, I haven't, like, at work. I definitely won't be fighting at work. You know, that's my check. Right. Unless, you know, I work where, like, Robin work, and uh, y'all get paid extras to be body slamming people. Right. You're right. I got a whole paycheck to do that. So yeah, you probably get deducted if you don't. Oh, you didn't meet your quota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have any low kicks this week, so I'm right. Need to- Right. We need we need to get it together with a body slam quote. Right. Ooh, gonna have to do some extra training on that right hook. Trouble for not fighting a girl one time because she ran up on me and I was trying to change my way. So I was like, "Ooh, baby!" I said, "The next time you do that, I promise you, we're gone." I said, "Cause our sergeant, my sergeant, didn't get in between us, or whatever." And I end up, you know, not getting yelled at, but they like chatted. It was like, "You should have body slammed that hoe." I said, "I know I should." Wow. <laughs> but um, I said I didn't want to get in trouble because I fought too much this year already. Oh, wow. Oh, Yo, your yearly proposal. Hmm, not body slamming enough. <laughs> um, you're under your elbow drops this week, so. <laughs> your cupcakes is a little too high. When I you about 10 <laughs> short. Gonna be here coming. Oh, I think you got a last month. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to use my words and not my hands lately, but that's Okay. That's not going to cut it. We need these body drops. Oh, well, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. Renee. Come on, Renee. What's the worst thing you've done to somebody? Mm, I would say probably in my college years. Now that I think about it, I got to let shit, a lot of shit slide. But one thing is what you don't do, you don't make me feel, Evan, like that I'm feeling disrespected. Because right. every, every sense comes out of my mind, and I don't think about it, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck up your stuff. I mean, I may have or may not have thrown this bitch shit in the pool. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> I may have or may have not fought this bitch about a fountain that I just cleaned and she took her ass and hit that Dr. Pepper. And she might have had a disability. Oh, but no. Huh? My <laughs> Lord. You should I feel like if you have a disability, if you know from right from wrong, I get to bust your ass. Oh. You know, um... We do not. I repeat, we do not condone <laughs> violence. <laughs> I'll keep it a major podcast, especially with the mentally ill, okay? Oh, it is able. It was disabled. Able. My bad. Both. Both. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll continue. Um I may have or may have not fought this grown ass man at Tropical Smoothie. Oh yeah. Um, during closing time, because he called me too many bitches, so I almost mollywhopped his ass with a blender. May or may not. Um, oh, and then last, I almost knocked this girl ass off her foot, um, off her um, legs because she didn't want to mop the floor, and I was tired and I wanted to go home. <laughs> I said, "You mop this floor, I'ma beat your ass." Which one? And she said, I ain't mopping shit back. <laughs> like that, that's all that was. But I'm good now. Like, we recently went through some shit, and I took the high road. Did you? Okay, for the beginning, I didn't, because I let the old Renee slip back. I said, no, but I gave her I gave her a warning before I got disrespectful. Okay. I didn't physically put my hand on her. You're right. So I'm growing. You are. So... This from here on to the new year, I'm trying to be better. And I feel like I want to slap down somebody for disrespecting me. Yeah, that's me. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a horror. Okay. No, you are. Well, go ahead. <laughs> the worst thing I've done to someone, well, I'm mostly more of a verbal person, honestly. Me too. Uh, but I'll say the worst thing I ever done to someone was like mix a laxative and they drink. What? Wow. Y'all talking about me? Yeah. Uh, how we go from knocking a bucket with disabled people to put a laxative in drinks? Yeah, because so I had a roommate in college and we oh. just <laughs> we just did, was not on the same page. And so and I knew they kept drinking my shit. So I was like, oh, okay, I got you this one. So I made some sweet-ass Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I put some laxative in it, and it was all gone. But guess what? He was in that room. <laughs> Blowing it up. <laughs> I bet you never drank my shit again. Well, you're probably like, man, it's probably a bad batch. I'll get it next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Funny. Laxative. Ooh. I'm putting drop that other disclaimer. Ooh. <laughs> I got it from the three ninjas. <laughs> oh man. Damn, we got a lot of disclaimers this there, this this episode. Swabio the most violent one. What the hell? I don't know what's bad, like attacking a disabled person or putting laxative. I told you she yeah, wasn't this 
and disabled if she knew right from wrong. That's so cool. No, that's not true. Once you, once you know right from wrong, that means I get to bust your ass. Oh, my God. Wow. At least y'all I, know I can I I put my hands on you. I don't beat disabled people. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not going to put my hands on you. I try not to. I'm going to put my hands on you. But my thing is, if you run up, you get done up. That's how I feel. I like, 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 um, like old girls say, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm going to put my hands on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if Santa's about to that's my job. You know. Keep saying that. So. I got a funny question of the day. I had me cracking up. <laughs> you get you got us uh well I mean Cece out here over slapping people you know? so <laughs> what that hey, I learned something new about her today. Huh? Uh, that person was body able, not disabled. It was a rough day that day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Trust me, I, I know what you mean, Cece. Yeah. But since then I I haven't been um mm-mm. So, moving on to advice letters. Okay. I have two. What do you call cheating? Uh, <laughs> Media-wise. And then I have... Hold on, let me go back. Damn it. When your phone starts fucking up. Oh, and then I have sex or security. What do you call cheating? Let's do that one first. Okay, yeah. it's a little lengthy. Okay. <clears throat> we just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. So it says, I'm a 22-year-old woman, and my boyfriend is 26. We are very close, and we both have deep feelings for each other. He treats me well. We go out. He introduced me to all his friends and cousins, and he is caring, affectionate, and very passionate. However, social media seems to be an issue for us. When something is bothering me, I communicate my feelings. He, on the other hand, shuts down, ignores me until I ask what's wrong, and then he tells me. The issue we're having now is about boundaries and social media. Examples that have caused friction. Having social media conversation with the opposite sex and hiding it from one another, like deleting texts. Being online on Instagram multiple times a day without messaging the other person at all. Sending hearts and blowing kisses emojis to others. Noticing a pattern of one particular woman getting too friendly with my boyfriend and him removing her to prove that it's nothing. And then later on, have the girl message my boyfriend asking why he move her, and he would tell her, without my knowledge, that it was because I was suspicious. I mean, sorry, suspicious of her. And then she replied, "Ha ha, let me like all your pictures and annoy her more." And random new female followers. And last, a guy's guy's friends following me. My boyfriend noticed these friends never like the pics of me and him together. It's just me. So basically, stating, well, this is her question. So she was saying that I really need your advice because we need to build trust online and be less suspicious of each other. And she doesn't want to deal with unnecessary arguments. How should she go about it? Mm. Okay, first I want to say, to me it seems like... Oh, trust- what's her name? I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Um, Let's call her... Um, Imani. Okay, Imani. Ooh, that yeah. was a good one. That was- thank you, thank you. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Imani, to me it seems like... Uh, to me, it seems like trust isn't there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know if y'all went through infidelity before in y'all relationship, but uh, I, I, one, I can tell you now, I don't condone that shit. You're not going to be sitting there flirting with this bitch online. So if he can't cut that out, then y'all not going to build that trust up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's trying to put the issue back on you because of male friends not liking y'all two pictures. If you're not having conversations with them, that shit should not even matter because, you know, it's not an issue. But he's trying to make it an issue to get it off of your, get it off of his back from the shit that he's doing. Mm-hmm. So if he can't have that conversation and open up and have, you know, the, the communication between you guys, then it's not going to work. Communication is one of the key points in a relationship. And if that's not open, then the relationship is doing from the start. I definitely agree with all of that that she just said. Um, when she has to realize her and the boyfriend, Amani, y'all perception is going to be your reality. No matter what each other say, whatever you perceive is what you're going to perceive. And you have to have that communication. Just to piggyback on what Robin just said, you got to have that communication. You got to have that communication. You got to have that communication, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> first, I need to sit down and figure out what y'all define as cheating. Because right, because in his mind, like I said, his perception is his reality. So if he perceived to him sending kissy faces is not cheating versus him physically dicking somebody down, then... I, no motherfucking no. You're not going to send no kissy faces to no bitch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> so y'all need to have that communication and set down each other's standards that y'all feel or deem as cheating or as kind of crossing that line or approaching that threshold to unacceptable. Because if y'all haven't had that conversation to set those standards, then guess what? He doesn't feel like he's doing anything wrong because guess what? You never spoke on it. Mm-hmm. Especially Vice- when you first got together. Exactly. Vice versa. You know, I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of us, even me, I'm guilty of it. Like, you going into a relationship and you're not really establishing the do's and don'ts. You know what I'm saying? We just so caught up in whatever, like, you know, the infatuation process, but we're not establishing those do's and don'ts or what we're not comfortable with. So definitely, Imani, let's get to that. And that is still a, a start of, like, getting to know each other because you're still in a relationship. You're still learning each other's calls. I don't know how long you guys been together. How did it say? Uh, no, it didn't say. So if y'all are still going, you know, just start. Um, uh, and it's only been a couple of months. That's still a learning part of the relationship. So mm-hmm. there's no doubt. But he has to be willing to learn what are knows and not to do th- certain things. Um, because you know, no matter how long, if y'all have been single for a long time, that might be something that he felt when he was single. So it's kind of hard to stop. You know, little patterns that you do. But if he's willing to do it, then he will. But if he's not, and that's going to be a big part for you, then you need to go ahead and end it. Yeah, I agree with what both Suavio and Robin said, especially defining what cheating is because it's different to everybody. Yep. And maybe he doesn't think, you know, saying a little emoji is not, you know, flirting. You know, he may just want to, you know, a little kissy face. Mm-hmm. That might be his, you know, his cousin. You never know. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> <know>, his cousin. <laughs> you know, his longtime, you know, best friend, you know. Right. But definitely, if that does bother you, you know, definitely you have to speak. If he doesn't know, he doesn't know. So he's going to continue to do it. So let him know what you think is acceptable and unacceptable. But the whole, I know you, it was mentioned, it was saying that 
they can be on social media all day but don't text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider that possibly be cheating. Kino, no, that's a cheating, but I think it's it just annoys her. Oh, okay. Me all day, but not you can't even send me a hey, good morning, beautiful type shit. You know. But you sending me this meme off of Instagram. <laughs> right. But that's still a problem. If you, as long as you if you message me either it's on you know social media or through text message. That's still a form of communication. Yeah, but you know my thing is, if I ask you a question on my text message and you ain't replied, but you sending me fucking memes, oh yeah, I'm gonna then, punch then in your face. Yeah, mm. I'm not punching face. I'll be annoyed. <laughs> it's just sad. Like our generation, like they put social media versus just one on one communication. It's just on the on the priority list, and it's just like I just don't get it. Because it's easier. It's easier for you to search and send me something funny than to say hi. That's insane. It's so sugarcoating. Like, god damn, lazy bastards. Yeah. That's why I want that's why I want that new razor phone. So I can start hanging up on people. (laughs) (laughs) Clank. Okay. Well, a lot of people they do, you know, social media is just it's easier. You don't have to deal like with, you know, real consequences of actions. It's a safe place. That's why I I feel like a lot of us gonna end up being single for a long time because of social media. Yo, being single is is very dark and lonely. (laughs) Dark and lonely. Dark and lonely. (laughs) It is dark and lonely. I've been in this ditch for a while. Yeah, because I wanna get some fresh air. (laughs) Ain't no fresh air. (laughs) Amani, I hope we helped you out. Yeah, hopefully, you know. Um, Open that channel up of communication. Get those definitions in. (laughs) Okay, so I need a guy's name, please. Ashton. Ashton? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Robert, order today. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See your black book. (laughs) (laughs) So it says, I need help. I'm 28 from Miami, and I believe I'm running out of time to get married and have a family. I've been with my girlfriend for four years. I like her, and she's a beautiful person and dedicated to me. We live together, and she's very special to me. However, I just recently met a girl that I had a sexual relationship with and a little more. She turns me inside out and can't stop and can't make me stop thinking about her. This new girl told me to erase her phone because I was I was never going to break up with my girlfriend. This girl has a lot of qualities I like. Plus, when I see her, I get tingles in my stomach. What should I do? Break up or forget this girl ever happened to get married to my girlfriend? I highly appreciate your opinion. Okay, first off, Ashton, did you cheat on your did you cheat on your girl? You damn right you did. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you trying to lock this chick down. Ooh. Right. You trying to lock the side uh, chick down. Okay, so okay, so let me get my opinion out first. First of all, <laughs> I hate when niggas <laughs> When you have a girl that's been down with you, you are, I mean, you're in love with her at this point. If you you're say. thinking about marriage, right? So you say. And then also, when you get some new vagina, you don't know what the fuck is going on with your life. Now you want to just risk it all. My thing Turn is, his world upside down. my thing is, if you're going to have new vagina, you got to think about it. You don't know this vagina outside of just sex. Yes. She could be batshit crazy. She yep. could be dysfunctional. She could be a nasty ass bitch. You would never know. Mm-hmm. But you ready to throw it all away mm-hmm. for some vagina. Yep. 
Why do people do that? Because the vagina, be, the, the vagina is a serious. Right, drug. but that vagina ain't gonna let you. It's not gonna keep you there forever. You're right. Vagina is not gonna make you have, make you do promises and dedications to you. Vagina is only there for temporary purposes. Tell him that. <laughs> Ashton. Ashton. <laughs> Your girl been there through thick and thin for you. How long they been together? Four. Y'all been together for four years. Y'all went through rough patches, for patches, and down. And now, because this this new girl came into your life, whooped this hurricane vagina on you, now you can't stop thinking about her. Baby, let me let you know something. New vagina is always going to feel like that. Because it's new. Okay? When it gets old, guess what? Now you're going to see her cause of what makes her ugly. What makes her non-attractive to you. To, uh, attractive to you. So, do you really want to go through that all over again? True. And plus, at least the girl, the girl that he slept with, has some common sense. It was like, yo, you need to lose my phone number. Like, yeah. what you doing, stupid? So, what do you uh, think? So, in a math perspective, go. Ooh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he said, no. This <laughs> one will be like, skeet. Uh, it, it, he go both ways because this is my thing. Like, um, I don't know if y'all had like a rough patch. Um, I don't, I don't condone cheating. though. that's the one thing. Like, if you, if you got, if you up to that point where you have to physically do something else, go ahead and just end it or say let's take a break. That way you can kind of keep that karma clean. But, but this, this caviar cake and eat it too thing, it just is not gonna fly. Mm-hmm. You just you gotta make a decision. Just be you gotta be a man. You gotta be a man, make a decision. And you and you trying to be considering marriage unless you're gonna come clean and let your girl know what you've been doing. Right. This I don't believe in skeletons in the closet. Let them skeletons breathe and let them rot. So I I really don't have an opinion on it, honestly. Okay. You got, it's big it's big balls time. You gotta make a decision. Either huh. you gonna you gonna leave your girl and go with this new vagina. Hopefully y'all work out, or she might look at it this way. Plain, plain and simple. If this girl is willing to fuck with you after knowing that you're dealing with a relationship, what makes you think she's not going to do that to you with someone else? You know what I'm saying? What you saw? Heavy. And then also with you, just because I believe in the laws of karma, it ain't going to end well for you, bro, because the universe is always going to balance. So, uh, that's just my take on that. Okay, Cece? Um, marriage should be off the table at this point. <laughs> like, he's not ready. Like, this is, you know, you're thinking of marrying this girl, ruining her life, and you still out here with side chicks. Yeah. Like, obviously, don't be wasting that girl's time trying to get married. Because obviously, you're still young. You're not, you're 28. You still got time to get married, but don't be like breaking at your girlfriend's heart. That's selfish. Yeah. Like, so obviously, you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. You're obviously not ready to be in a committed. You're not, well, actually, you're not commi- um, committed to your girlfriend. And now you're trying to put marriage on the table. I feel like people use marriage as like a clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. people don't really stick to like the morals and values of what actually what marriage it's like is. It's a checklist in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a new Gucci belt or something like that. Exactly. Ooh, snap. 
after that. Go off, Cece. That is so I'm true. I'm just saying, like, how dare you talk about marrying somebody? That's a life, well, supposed to be a lifelong commitment. commitment. And you sitting here debating about a side chick. Like, it make it make sense. Sorry, I don't think he's looking at the marriage point as of, oh, I want to marry her because I love her, this and that. Because the first thing he said was, I'm getting older. Yeah. I'm yep. 28. I want to start having kids and all that. But, okay, so you want to do all that. But make sure you're doing it with the person that you want to do it with because mm-hmm. you, yeah, you said that you love your girl, or whatever, and it's not. But the fact that you're trying to battle if you're going to do it, be with her or be with this other chick, is you don't love her that much, sweetie. Right. Because when you love somebody and you want to be with that person, that should not be an if, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. There's no question to it. And the fact that you're questioning it, sweetie, that it's not for you. She's not for you. Let her go, let her find her Mr. Right. Let her find her friends, her charming, from the man that want to put a ring on her finger because you ain't it. True. Yeah, Ashton, bro. If it's not undeniable, don't do it. Break up. Yeah, because you you having doubts and thoughts right now because of one vagina. Come on, man. It's going to be a lot of temptation on that road once you get married. You think that shit? Right. It's actually going to increase. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a lot of temptation. You just think that shit's going to poof and disappear. You're going to live a happily ever life? No. no, nigga. That's not how that goes. What? Because there's it's... a lot of women in this world that really love married men. Yep. I uh, Ashton, you know, Ooh. hope all is well. Hope you come to a decision and a right decision. Uh, with that, anything else you guys want to talk about? <clears throat> That's it on my end. Okay. That's it on, That's in on ours. All right. Who's going to wrap up the show? Not me. Okay, and this wraps up this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at keeping it underscore major. Email all comments and advice at keeping it major at gmail.com. The E's are threes. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud at keeping it major. Y'all have a good night. Good night.